Psalm 67. We'll pray and then uh, we'll go into God's word. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this uh, great privilege and joy that we have to be in your house today. I pray, Lord, that you will speak uh, through our hearts this morning and uh, that you will uh, just uh, keep our minds uh, open, our hearts humble before you uh, to receive your word and be able to be willing to obey you, Lord. Thank you again. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, Martin Luther wrote many commentaries on the Psalms, but uh, for some reason he skipped Psalm 67. But as we look into God's word this morning, we realize that Psalm 67 is a very, very important psalm. And uh, verse number one, it says, God be merciful unto us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us, Salah. And then verse five says, let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase and God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. If from verse number 1 and verse number uh, 6 and 7, we realize that the theme of this psalm is the blessings of God. And this uh, theme comes from Numbers chapter 6. Let's go quickly to that place. Uh, Numbers uh, uh, chapter uh, 6 in verse uh, 22 through 27 we'll read quickly it says and the Lord spake unto Moses saying speak unto Aaron and unto his son saying on this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel saying unto them the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. So in this psalm, the psalmist is asking for God to bless him and bless the children of Israel. It's not an, a selfish prayer. It is unselfish prayer. And in this uh, verse, again, verse 1, the first word that we have is, God be merciful unto us. So the psalmist realizes that, first of all, God is the source of all blessings. God is the source of all blessings. A 62-year-old uh, man in the city of Cochabamba, for 32 years, he has been going to a mountain where the Virgin of Urcupina is set, this idol, carrying on his 
back a 40-pound rock. He has been taking that rock back and forth, believing that if he has that rock in his house, God, oh, the virgin will bless his family, will bless him with a car, with a truck, with a job, with good health. But he's not the only one. There are other people also in Bolivia that uh, think the same way. Many people also in Bolivia that believe the same way. Uh, in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 16 through 18, uh, the Lord gives the people of Israel a warning also because there are many people in this world that they believe that because of their good uh, ability, uh, their strength, and the opportunity they have is that they have what they have. They say, what we have is because of my effort, of what, uh, how intelligent, how smart I am. But the Lord Jesus in uh, uh, Deuteronomy also gives the people of Israel a warning so that they won't think that all the blessings that they have is because of their own effort. Let's read that verse. Uh, we'll just read from verse 17. And it says, And thou say in thy heart, My power and the might of my hand had gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. So the first thing that the psalmist realizes and that we need to realize this morning is that God is the source of all blessings. What are some ways that God blesses our lives? Well, he gives us a good life. He gives us strength to work. Uh, he gives us opportunities uh, in life to prosper. Everything that we have, everything that we have and we are is because of God. My adopted father was a pastor here in Detroit, Lindale Avenue, he says. And one day uh, they were having this missions conference and they had a speaker they came and spoke, and my dad was the leader of the song of the of the worship. And he said, I was leading this song that says, Where he leads me, I will follow, I'll go with him all the way. My mom had not gone to church that evening. So my father said uh, that he couldn't keep uh, leading the singing until he went down and knelt in the altar and said, Lord, here's my life. I give it to you to be a missionary in Bolivia. So when he went back to the house and, and, and he was so excited and told mom, uh, he, he said, Hannah, Hannah, you know, uh, the Lord has had been spoken to my heart uh, to go to Bolivia as missionary, and I had surrendered my life to go to missionary, uh, to Bolivia as missionary. And my mom said, Chuck, all that I can say is I'm sorry I married you. And then he said, the reason is, I thought that Bolivia was someplace in Africa. 
And I was thinking, how can I take my little children there to Bolivia to a place that I don't know? But after praying, she finally said, Lord, I thought that I had given my life, my children to you, but I realized that I didn't. And here, here are my children. And then they ended up going to Bolivia. The question is, have you given your life to the Lord? All that we have, all that we are, all that we possess, time, material possessions, life, is because of God. Young people, have you given your life to the Lord? Parents, are you willing to give your children to the Lord? Maybe the Lord is speaking to their hearts to be missionaries, to be pastors. Are you willing to give your, your children to him? See, God is the source of all blessings. But then, going back to verse 1, he says, God, be merciful unto us. And bless us, or be gracious unto us, and bless us. God is not only the source of our blessings, but grace is the supply of our blessings. All that we have, we don't deserve. We, did, we don't deserve to be on our way to uh, be with him forever and ever in heaven. We deserve to, uh, to be uh, spend eternity separated from God. In a burning hell. But what does the Bible says? By grace are you saved through faith. And then not of yourselves. It's a gift of God. We are saved because of God's grace. But also, all the goodness that we enjoy in life day by day is because of God's grace. I remember the first time I came to to United States in 1978. That's why English is not my my native language. I was adopted here in Detroit when I was 45 years of age. My dad wanted to impress us because Bolivia is a landlocked country. We don't have a way to the ocean. And the first thing they did is he took me to the to the ocean at uh, uh, West Palm Beach. And I began to go into the water. And then I, we had a, this uh, air mattress. And uh, we learned how to ride the waves. And you know, I was amazed. I was amazed as I saw wave after wave, wave after wave, wave after wave coming toward me. You know, that's how I picture God's grace. God's grace is like the waves coming one after another, one after another. All that we have, lifetime, material possessions, is because of God's abundant grace. So that is the request of the psalmist. Be merciful unto us and bless us. But uh, what is the reason? 
What is the reason? Verse 2 says, That thy way may be known upon earth, thy saving faith among all nations. This is a missionary prayer, a missionary song. The psalmist is asking, God, bless us, be merciful unto us, so that we can make your way known upon the earth. That is missions. One of the first signs that I saw in Bolivia was an empty cross with a sign said that only Jesus saves. And that infuriated the people in Bolivia because many of them still believe that if they pray to the Virgin, they will get saved. If they do good works, they will get saved. But what does the Bible say? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So people all over this world need to know that Jesus is the way. After one of my parents' son pushed me into a ditch of full of water, I sat on a rock letting the sun dry my clothes because that was the only change of clothes that I had. And then Mrs. Brooks comes out and she says, she saw me there. And she said, after giving me clothes and everything else, she said, Matias, would you like to go to Sunday school with us? And I said, what is a Sunday school? She said, she said Sunday school is a place where we go and we learn about Jesus. And then again, the question was, who's Jesus? I knew that God was someplace in heaven, but I didn't know about Jesus. That day, I took a back road and went to church. Got a little, little late. Went to the first Sunday school class that was open. And then, to my surprise, Mrs. Brooks was the teacher of the class. And she was teaching from the wordless book. That day, I realized that I was lost and needed Jesus as my Savior. Perhaps this morning, I'm talking to someone that doesn't know Jesus as his or her Savior yet. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And I was asked during the Sunday school class, one, what are some of the things that you uh, encounter, the problems that you encounter over there in Bolivia? It's precisely this, that many people know that Jesus came into this world to die on the cross for our sins, that Jesus is the Son of God. But then when it comes to that point where they will trust Jesus, that's when they back off because they're afraid to embrace Jesus as their savior. Here the psalmist says, not only that the people will know that he's the way, but that the people will get saved. So I want to bring this to you because uh, to encourage you this morning to just keep doing what you are doing. Keep using the blessings that you have 
to further the gospel. The Lord gives you time, talents, uh, possessions, life. We don't have to cross the ocean to be missionaries. What does the song says? Be a missionary every day. Tell the people Jesus is the way. Our call is to be to speak about Jesus every place we are, at school, at work, as we travel, even when we do sports, be a testimony that Jesus has changed our lives. What else? What is another reason? He says, let the, verse four, 3, let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. What is his other reason? Is so that people all over this world will know Jesus as their Savior, and they will praise him. All over this world, people are praising other things. They praise artists, you know. They come, they they have these concerts in the in, in one of the uh, main people that go there are the young people and the girls. And when this artist comes up to the platform and sings, oh, they're fall, ready to fall to the floor. Oh, they say, oh, so great. But how important when we go tell people about Jesus, like this country church in the mountains, they grab their accordions, their guitars, their mandolins, and they praise the Lord, both in Quechua and in Spanish. How wonderful it is to praise the Lord. But there are many people all over this world that don't know how to praise God. They're praising their idols. I really enjoy this morning the singing, the worship, praising the Lord. So that is the heart of the psalmist. So the people all over this world will know to praise God. And then going back again to verse 1, he says, And bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. I guess, I guess the greatest joy that we as Christians should have is to experience God's shining face upon us because what we are and what we do, what we say, pleases him. One day my dad said, Matias, I have to go to preach to a country church. I'll be gone about five days. And he said, I want to give you a responsibility. See, there's refrigerator there. It, ran, it runs on kerosene. There's a tank underneath. And you have to just go out to the, uh, out to the patio, get kerosene from this barrel, and put kerosene there so the wick will keep burning. And with that light, the refrigerator will function well. 
Well, okay, I'll do it. No problem. Began playing soccer, going hunting for birds. So finally one day I realized, oh, and what about the refrigerator? I went underneath, opened the compartment, and it was the, the wick was off. No light. I turned the little wheel, and nothing came out because it had completely burned out. My heart began pumping. So one day, whenever I didn't expect it, I just heard the gate opening. My dad came, and those that knew him, he sweated so much. He said, Matias, I want some cold water. He went, opened the refrigerator, and a terrible smell came out. Because the meat, the vegetables, all had ruined. And when I look at his face, I tell you, he didn't have a shining, smiling face. <laughs> he had an angry face. And he said, Matias, meet me in the living room. I went there, five. Are you and I experiencing his God's shining face upon us because he's pleased with us and what we are doing? He said, his face shine upon us. One more minute. The result of the prayer of the psalmist. Verse number four. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon earth. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the, earth, of the earth shall fear him. What is the result? The people, obviously, will come to know Jesus as their Savior. And they will praise the Lord. They'll get saved. The God will govern the nations, the Bible says. And that God will judge the nations also. And the result is that people will fear God. For those that are not saved, the fear of the Lord is, it will, is the fear of spending eternity separated from God. So that will, should be a motive for us to use the resources that we have to tell people about Jesus Whatever place we are found. For us as believers, it is reverence, respect, to honor and glorify God's name. I'll finish reading in Hebrews chapter 12 because it is a very appropriate commentary on what the fear of the Lord means, should mean for us. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28 
and 29. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For God, for our God is a consuming fire. Says, let us serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. In closing, again the question is, do you know Jesus as your Savior? He came into this world. He died, was buried, and rose again the third day, according to the scriptures, so that we might have a way to God through him. Young people, have you given your life to God? And each one of us, What do, you, what, do I, what do we believe about the blessings that we receive from him? Many times we can be very, uh, complain, have a complaining spirit, uh, be unthankful for, for the things that happen to us, but realize that God is the source of our blessings. And praise the Lord for his grace that comes upon our lives day by day, moment by moment. Let us always be thankful to God for what we are and the opportunities, the joy, the privilege that he has given us in life. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, it is a message, Lord, that time after time you speak to my heart. Help me, Lord, always to realize that all that we have, all that I have, is because of you, because of your goodness. Give me the wisdom to use everything to further the gospel. Likewise, for your dear precious people here, Lord, bless them, keep them healthy, Good health. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.